Hello and welcome to the Find Focus podcast, a podcast that is all about deep work, productivity and the impact technology has on our business and daily life. Your host as always is me, Martin Badeka, the creator of the Find Focus website and distraction blocker for Mac and Windows, which you can try for free at findfocus.net. Hello and welcome to the Find Focus podcast. Today I will talk to Dean Young about uh, improving your productivity. Dean works for sumo.com for Noah Keegan. He's currently living in Malaysia and working remotely for that company. Hello, Dean. Can Hi, you, Martin. Thanks for having me here. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? I shortly introduced you, but uh, yeah, how did you get started working, working with uh, Sumo? Yeah, so uh, I, I start from like writing. So uh, like way before uh, I worked for Sumo and uh, blogging for my on my personal blog, I actually I was in a FMB background. So I work in restaurant. I work as a barista. Then uh, I start blogging halfway after a year or plus. Then uh, I got to uh, I, I got to know. I mean, I got to know Noah Keegan for a long time from his newsletter. But one day I decided to reply to his email uh, to talk a little bit about marketing. And long story short, I end up working for him because like he needs someone for his blog. And a few months later, uh, I was uh, then I was transferred to Sumo as a platform marketer. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, it sounds like an awesome story. And I think it's probably the best way to get started, uh, to get some experience to work someone who's uh, already successful and, and learn yeah. from yeah, that. I, I, I learned a lot from uh, Norkigan and also the team at Sumo. So I would say that it's really, really a great experience. <laughs> is there any uh tip that he maybe shared with you that uh you wished you had uh known earlier maybe when it comes to productivity and getting things done uh i would say that uh I, i'll tell a story it's more like uh because for me i know it's important to focus on execution but uh i think a lot so sometimes i spend off on thinking instead of doing things so there's one times I, I I believe that I spent a lot of thinking and I, I didn't get anything done. So basically, I talked to Noel about it. Then uh, to my surprise, his reply is like, "Thinking is great. It's it's good to think more." Then so so uh, from it's more like from from there, what I learned it's more like be confident with yourself. Be 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 firm with what you are doing even like when come to the part of like thinking because what i learned from now that time it's more like uh it's better to think hard and take and do the right thing than do the wrong thing without even thinking about it <laughs> yeah so so that's just a short story that like to my surprise because like that time Everyone is talking about like execution is the king, execution is the king, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> is there anything there you did to put like to this tip uh, into action or to to um, yeah get things done and um, move from thinking to execution? I think uh, that I think the key is to like separate both thinking and execution. I write a lot about this on my blog, and uh, it's it's more like. 
to have a start and stop point of everything you do, including the thinking and executing. So it's like if if you are thinking about a problem or probably uh, some something you try to solve, it, it's better to have uh, a start point and especially the end point. So you need to know at what point you need to stop thinking, then write everything down and move on to the next phase. Yeah, ma makes total sense. What's the best way to implement this in in your life, or what what do you do to implement this? Uh, I, I would say that, that that there's two different ways to to implement this. Uh, the first one will be uh, you can. I usually do it in terms of progress. For example, if let's say I'm actually thinking on of uh, what I need to write for my blog, then uh, I will basically just think about it and jot down everything I have in mind in a sense of a progress. So if let's say I think about it, I plan and I think I'm planning for it for like uh, until this stage, then I will stop. So this is more like a progress stage. Another way is to have a time. I'm mean like to, to, to schedule it based on time. So I'm going to spend the 30 minutes of time in this problem. Then after 30 minutes, I will stop no matter where I'm at. Then I jot everything down. Then I will go back to it later or next time, something like that. Okay. Do you use any uh, tools or apps for that? Uh, I, I don't use any tools or apps or for that. But uh, the most important one will be a note-taking tools. Anything, pen or paper. For, for me, I actually use Notion. I have everything in Notion, so that's why I'm using. Okay, yeah, on your blog you write a lot of uh, a lot about distractions and uh, yeah, building new habits. Um, what have you found uh, works for you when you want to create or when you want to avoid distractions? Yeah, uh, do you mean what? works for me when I want to avoid distraction. Yeah, like uh, for maybe you, I think you wrote one answer how to avoid uh, watching YouTube videos all the time or something like that. All right. Uh, I, I I guess I think these questions is uh, kind of like uh, many folks like that, that, that's complex. The first one will be if let's say in general social media, I basically just uh, don't, don't use it. Uh, so For, for, for me, uh, I I seldom get active on Facebook. The only reason I still have the Facebook account because I sometimes I run Facebook ads. So I'm not active at all. I don't have a Facebook ad on my mobile device. I don't have a, a Facebook on... Basically, I only log on to Facebook once a week, uh, even on my desktop. But uh, I mean, like, it's easier to... to not use it after sometimes when you're not attached to it. But for me, I personally uh, got draw into YouTube more often compared to Facebook. So it's it's harder for me to like not get distracted by YouTube. So I, I use the same strategy. I, I say I just don't download anything, uh, the, the YouTube ads on my mobile device. Uh, but for desktop, it's a little bit tricky. So for me, I actually uh, download some Chrome extension to block YouTube for a certain time. Yeah, so so like for for example, for for me, it's like during the weekdays from 6 to 4 p.m. I actually block uh, YouTube. So so when I log into YouTube, uh, I I got blocked to access that. <laughs> yeah, another yeah. way will yeah. be 
I I I think there's there's two two more way. One way is, is actually to turn off all the notification in your mobile devices. Uh, I don't have uh, except one uh, messaging apps. I basically turn off all notification for my for my mobile devices. So uh, don't you especially the red batch. So I, I will actually uh, just enable them. Okay. So so this way we don't, we don't got killed by those apps. Before the interview, you told me uh, that you're working on a course and want to build your own online business on the side doing info products. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So uh, the course that I'm building is called Focus Mastery. Basically, it's uh, teaching people how to get focused and also stay focused. But instead of focusing on like uh, productive productivity tactics, this is more uh, on mindsets and strategies of highly productive people. So how these people think and how they actually get themselves back on track when they're actually off track and also how they approach their work and also how they approach their time. <laughs> What's an efficient way to overcome procrastination for these people? Yeah, so uh, the first thing I found is actually uh, basically they will have they will have like focus on both high level goals, which means that high level vision, what they want to achieve in life, probably what they want to achieve in three to five year times. At the same time, they have the focus on the low level, street level day to day activities. So I focus on the thing that they need to do right now. So uh, to avoid procrastination, I, I, I would say that the first thing is to get really, really clear with what you want to go. And at, then the next step will be to really uh, practice self-awareness. Instead of like beating yourself up when you procrastinate, you really need to learn about yourself. I, I mean, like take the time to learn about yourself why you procrastinate and also what you are going to do next time. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Uh, getting back to, to the focus, one thing I'm I'm struggling with and a lot of people is internet addiction. And I think that's one thing that is holding a lot of uh, entrepreneurs back who want to start uh, their yeah. own business, especially online. And uh, do you think it's it's the real thing or it's is it just a bad habit uh, going to YouTube and wasting your time there? Uh, I, I, I think uh, in, addic addicting to internet is a real thing. And uh, it is a bad habit that uh, really make our progress suffer. So... Uh, I would say that the best way to go about it is to the, the one that I learned from in Tim Ferriss' books, Four Hour Work Weeks, where he talked about low information diet, that to focus on just in time information in, instead of just in case information. So the way to think about it is more like to learn. To, I mean, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs and also like people who are uh, working online We we are not like we are not like wasting time to play video games or uh, watching some nonsense. But we actually we we actually want to learn something. But most of the time we we just go too far and learn something that it's not actually related to what we are doing right now. So 
this is something that people really need to acknowledge and then focus on on the information that's within their uh, current priorities. Yeah. What is the most productive way to, to spend time on the internet or to spend time on work? I would say to know to know what you want to do and then do it and just shut down your computer and go live life. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's why why I built this uh this company to help people uh do exactly that and Uh, but it's it's hard if you're just starting out uh, building your company. You have to put a lot of work into it. Uh, find find customers either through ads or through organic uh, traffic via Google or reaching out to them on social media. And uh, yeah. what do you think are the big op opportunities for somebody who's just getting started that uh, that they might be missing? Yeah. Uh, if let's say you you are talking about online entrepreneur, uh, I mean, if let's say you are talking about online entrepreneurs who are starting their new business, I will say that to focus on a few keys. The first one we will have we will be to have like one to two goals. Like if let's say uh, the revenue is your first goal and email subscriber is your second goal, then just focus on that. Then uh, try not to think too much about how many traffic I get, how many. Uh, social media follower I got and also like uh, how many uh, LinkedIn uh, follower I got, something like that. So it is critical to like uh, niche down to one to two goals for your business. Then the next one will be when you niche down to, to, to less goals, then what you need to do will be clearer. But of course, there's still a lot you can do to grow your revenue. So the next one will be to focus on uh a few ways that are proven to work. Uh, one thing is like email marketing to, to, to collect email subscribers and then uh, to, to build a relationship with your subscribers and sell, sell your product afterwards, provide value afterwards. But I guess the, the, I would say the main, the really important part a lot of people miss is actually to, find the product market fit it's more like to find if there's really people want to have your products and then to position yourself in the right way yeah. so so i would say like the first one will be product market fit if let's say you, you your product fit the market then you solve like half of the problem then if let's say you pro position yourself right you solve another half of the problem. Then, then the last one will actually just about how you get to people. So I, I would say that is the e easiest part. <laughs> how do you uh, apply this for yourself? Yeah, for, for me, actually, I'm still trying to... I would say this is a long process uh, because when I started my blog, I don't have, have a specific topic first. Uh, it's just uh, self-improvement in general. But as time you go, I start to uh, focus more on productivity, habits, and also psychology. So, uh, but at the same time, I'm also trying to find my own voice in the space and also to test out different products, ideas for like, to know like what my audience really want, like what problem they are trying to solve. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, I'm doing the same with the podcast. I just started it talking about, yeah, yeah self-improvement, deep work, productivity, and yeah, the impact of technology. And uh, now it evolves more to uh, yeah, productivity for entrepreneurs, probably to uh, productivity for affiliate marketers, because that's uh, what I identified as my ideal avatar the people who will like my, my software who need it because they're running ads on facebook but uh yeah getting sucked into conversations in in the different groups they are on so this is something i will focus more in the future on um and uh, one, one thing i really learned in the last few weeks is you have to trust the process like if i yeah. publish a, a blog post or a podcast every week do the linking do the basic seo stuff uh yeah results will follow and you may not see them immediately but you ha just have to trust the process and not shift from yeah doing linkedin then to facebook then to doing seo and back again so uh, that's that's yeah. really important to be consistent true. Yeah, I think that's true. And uh, I, I would say that uh, if let's say, I, I would say that, that that's one book I would recommend for a lot of like marketers and entrepreneurs. There'll be uh, Perennial Sellers by Ryan Holiday. Uh, in that book, he talks about how to really create great works and how to position yourself and how to actually uh, create a, use a platform to market yourself. So I love the way that his, uh, Ryan Holiday structured that book because it's actually uh, pinpoint the most important thing first, then slowly to a more uh, sophisticated uh, areas. But while many people got it like the opposite way, like we're trying to do everything that doesn't matter first before we reach to the main uh, things that matters. <laughs> uh, is there any particular story or case study or role model that uh, that you really admire? Uh, for for me, I would say that actually I, I actually keep a few. I actually have a document that uh, there's a few pictures on that document. It's actually who inspire me in different areas of life. Uh, if let's say on work and career, actually there's four people inspire me a lot in this area. Uh, first will be Ryan Holiday, Ramit Shate, Noel Kagan, and also Seth Godin. I mean, like every one of them have a different character, uh, personalities and ways of work. But um, I really would like to learn from four of them and like become a combination of them, something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, great great tips. I like them as well. I I do not follow that many uh yeah, online gurus and anymore. Like I used to waste a lot of time and money on 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 uh, courses and and stuff like that, but in the end you just have to they they will teach you the steps. They work, but it's still a lot of work and uh, more work than most people anticipate. Yeah. So the four person that I mentioned just now uh except for Ramit Shate, he actually has uh he actually has a lot of like online courses but uh other than that uh most of them don't have any courses but they are actually writers and uh entrepreneurs that I look up to uh I didn't really I didn't really like consume that in uh their content on a regular basis but 
I went through their books and also went through their story and that, that, that's what I like about them. Yeah. And what yeah. I do is I do not read online articles anymore. I just read their books like it's so much more. It's all books present the whole context and yeah. you you learn so much more about their way of thinking than just reading yes. about, uh, blog posts so i i really prefer to read like real paper books instead of yeah. their their um their online yeah, speaking what, of what paper online. books actually i i prefer paper books like months ago like last year i i, I made a statement that i would go for paper books more than an ebook but i'm not sure why like Starting last month, I actually prefer ebooks more than paper books. <laughs> Probably because like I, I don't need to carry a whole like thick book around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it it always depends on the context where you read the books. Yeah. Like if I have my library here at home, I work from home and so I, I do not travel that much. So for, for me like there's uh, yeah, paper yeah. books just are uh, like the Yeah, there's something different uh, about this not using technology. I I look at the screen already way too much. So, <laughs> um, yeah. One one last thing I would like to uh, ask you is: Do you have any time management uh, tips when it comes to working remotely and starting your business on the side? Yeah. So I will say that uh, I don't have a specific time management tip, but it will be to really test things out and also spend time to learn about yourself. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of like having a morning routine. So it will be, the, the most important will be like design a morning routine uh, early in the morning before you get to work and also design a morning uh, before bed routine before you get to sleep. Then after that, in between, it's more like, to understand yourself like when you work best and also when you when you are tired when you're exhausted and when you are more active and uh, perform better then schedule your time based on those attention level yeah so for for starting a business on the side it's more like uh i would say that a lot of people are trying to find ways to like uh how can i have a work and start business at a site without giving up something in my life, then I can have time with friends and families and health. For me, it's more like, I would say that something has to give. If you try to like put 100% of effort in your career and your business, then you have to actually uh, uh, like tune down a bit on another area of your life. It's not to say that they are not important, but just not to have like too much going on on your uh, social life or your family life or probably like don't try to like start three business at the same time trying to compete as an athlete or something like that yeah yeah it may makes uh perfect sense um yeah i just finished reading the one uh, the one thing from uh uh the book and it's so important uh to like we we still have to do the the healthy habits but in terms of yeah doing like great vacation or something that's just not possible especially if you have a full-time job and try to start something on the side and probably not even if you just start a new business it's it's yeah. so much work and you need to get things done otherwise nothing will happen yeah true <laughs> is there anything i haven't asked you about uh yeah building better habits or starting a business that you'd like to share? 
Pardon? Uh, is there anything I haven't asked you about uh, what we've been talking so far that you would like to share or uh, some last thoughts? Yeah. So uh, I would say that one thing, because I actually prepared some of the point like before this interview, uh, I would say that one thing I, I want to talk more about productivity, it's more like uh, instead of focus on tactics, try to think like at a higher level. So go above that, I mean, go beyond that tactics and think about uh, the mindsets and also the psychology behind a productive person. So like what they, how they think, how they approach their work and also how they uh, manage their, how to manage their time and also how they get back on track when they are actually off track. So I, I guess this is more important than uh, what type of tea you drink and also, or what type of to-do list apps you are using yeah so so this is the one last key that i want to talk about so true and uh, i would like to add to that you have to match this to your uh, current uh, context where you live with whom you live where you work what kind of work you have and uh, if something works for some other people yeah that's great but it might not apply to your specific situation so always find something that really works for you and if something does not work find uh something else that might work for you. Sometimes it's yeah. just, uh, little things. <laughs> yeah, true. I, I guess that's the reason why like, most tactics don't work because like uh, it doesn't work from person to person. Sometimes even the exact same tactics, uh, when you copy it, you will need to adjust it to fit yourself instead of just like, oh, uh, this is not working for me. I guess that it's the sure way that uh, to to... There's a recipe of disaster. It's more like it's more like a process to learn more about yourself and also to create a perfect solution for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for the interview, Dean. How can uh, people find out more about you and what you do? Yeah, uh, they can go to deanyong.com, which is my personal blog, D-E-A-N-Y-E-O-N-G.com. Okay, awesome. Yeah, thanks for for being on the show. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Find Focus podcast. Remember, if you want to eliminate low-value tasks like browsing Facebook or watching YouTube videos and replace them with high-value tasks and create deep work habits, you can try Find Focus for free at findfocus.net.